This is Appreciate Life. My biggest wall to get through, to get to where I'm at now is unworthiness. Like I had from my childhood to now, this feeling like I just was never enough in anything that I did. And so now that I'm past that, it's like I can do whatever. There's nothing to ever stop me. Just remember, whatever you choose to do, you're worthy to do it. Like it's yours. You thought that so you can create it. And whatever you create is going to be amazing because you made it. You got this, bro. No need to even overthink Ask me how I'm doing and I'll say I'm feeling great today Ask me how I'm doing and I'll say I'm feeling great today yeah. I ain't worried about no other days Ask me how I'm doing and I'll say I'm grateful for today Good morning guys, we're recording this at 6am Cause we love you guys and we get up early <laughs> uh, This is Nick aka Therebum and we're looking forward to talking to you guys today about uh, self-accountability. Yeah, this is Raymond, a.k.a. Recovery Ray. And yeah, I'm excited. Accountability has been something that I focused on very intensely because I realized it was important for a lot of reasons. One, it was for me to stop blaming other people or the circumstances that I was living through for the reason that I was getting the results in my life that I got. So it's been nice to take accountability so that I truly became the creator of my life. Dope. Yeah. For me, I would say accountability got me out of the insanity of life. And I say insanity because, I mean, before when I didn't use it, I was living the same thing over and over just through different experiences, mm -hmm. whether it was basketball, whether it was acceptance, anything, I was still using that same process and going through those same routines and then saying, well, it's because of this and because of that and this and that, and just looking at everything outside of me instead of saying, okay, well, now let's finally do something that we haven't done, but we know we could do because we've already tried everything else. And then right. I was like, oh, okay. He was waiting for me to do this the whole time. For sure. Yeah, now that is one thing that you just mentioned that I noticed too. It was the, the for me, I was looking for happiness. I was looking for peace. Um, the things that enjoy, the things that I, I have now, I was looking for it outside of myself. I was looking for it in experiences with other people. I was expecting other people to create those feelings within me. And yeah, like you said, what accountability helped me do was realize that uh, my body was designed to be self-sufficient. I am self-sufficient, right? We all are. And so mm -hmm. the fact that we're able to get those feelings from within, it allows us to be a lot more flexible with life. We can flow with life with greater ease because who we are is consistent. I think that's one of the biggest things that accountability has helped me do is just build consistency within who I am as a person. So that regardless of where I am, I'm still able to maintain the same energy that I want to, uh, regardless of what I'm experiencing, which has been very valuable. That's dope. And I mean, like you said, I think staying consistent is the biggest part of it because that's how we create those new neural pathways because we have to remember we've been doing the same thing for a long time. And it's not just, oh, I thought this thought and now I'm going to make this happen. There's still a process that you have to go through to get to that point to where you're unconsciously competent at doing that same thing over and over, just like tying our shoes. Right. But I will say the other day I was meditating 
and I thought about something and I thought about how lazy we can be within our own accountability because I thought to myself, yo, I make choices every single moment of every day, whether it's to dry my face off or my shoulder first, whether it's to walk over here or go over there, no matter what I do, I'm making a choice, whether it's subconsciously or consciously. And I believe we get into a, or it's like a more methodical routine within life. And we start to live life subconsciously in those brief moments where we're conscious again, we look around and we're like, Hey, I want more than this. Uh, I don't want to keep doing the same thing or like we'll get up and go to that job every day because us getting that paycheck and being able to live somewhat of a, of a life that we dream of keeps us doing that over and over. But then as we come back and look at it, it's like, Hey, I keep falling back into this same routine of going to work for two weeks, getting paid and being upset about where I'm at in life, going over for two weeks, getting paid and being upset where I'm at in life. But we're not changing anything about ourselves in the process. That's when I believe the accountability should come in because we're still looking outside. Yeah, for sure. And like you were saying, a lot of how we operate is subconscious. I mean, think about it. You don't have to think about breathing. You don't have to think about your heart beating. Like, what keeps us alive are things that are autonomous, things that we don't have to think about in order for them to operate. So that's what happens um, in our lives. And that's why with accountability, the most valuable thing that I've gotten from it so far has been being accountable for the habits that I practice. Because like you said, we make choices all throughout the day. But what happens, or at least what happened for me, is the more that I was uh, accountable and aware of the habits that I practiced, the more that I was able to focus more time and energy on the important choices that needed to be, needed to be made. Because everything else was just happening unconsciously. Everything else is just, this is how my day starts. This is what I do. Um, the best part, in my opinion, is now this is how I think. Yeah. Um, over time, it went from majority of negative thoughts and just constantly being, being caught up in those negative thoughts to not necessarily having less negative thoughts, but to be in a position where I'm able to manage my thoughts so that when negative thoughts arise, I'm able to observe those thoughts, appreciate the thought for what it is, and then focus my energy on something more positive because in that moment I realize I have a choice and I am choosing to think thoughts that support the person that I wanna become. So with accountability, um, focusing on habits is huge because that's what you do every day. You know, 90% of the thoughts that I think today, I should be okay with thinking tomorrow because naturally my mind is going to think those thoughts. So just being accountable of of habits has really helped to, to solidify, you know, the person that I'm becoming because I'm able to be more mindful and be more aware and ultimately appreciate life because I'm able to focus my energy more intently. Oh, yeah. I mean, going back to one thing you said about uh, observing your thoughts, I never realized how powerful that was until I actually put that into practice. I first heard it when I was listening to uh, Alan Watts lectures on YouTube, and he just talked about how your body doesn't know the difference between your thoughts. I mean, your body doesn't know the difference between reality and your thoughts. So if you're thinking it, you're going to feel it same way as if you was experiencing it. And I never really looked at my thoughts as far as just to let them come by. I always thought I had to judge my thoughts. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't think that. Oh, no, you shouldn't think that. Got to fix this. Got to fix that. And when I took that step back and just allowed these thoughts to go, it was almost like I just took a 100-pound vest off because I don't have to deal with these. These are just going to go by. 
I can put my energy and attention to something else. Mm. Like I have the choice to choose freedom at all times. I bound myself to whatever it is that I choose to bound myself to. Yeah. And then that accountability starts kicking in because you realize, okay, I choose this. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Now, one thing that you talk well about is the, the different mentality, the, the victim. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, it can be the victim and the creator because yeah. those are the two things that we've mentioned already. So can you talk more about what it was like to understand where your mindset was, understanding that you were um, looking at life through the lens of being a victim and then the things that you did to um, transition yourself from that perspective to the one that you have now? Or, um, well, of course, it was a process. Just definitely up and downs, ins and outs, like all things in life. But I would say as a victim, when I realized I was a victim, it was when, as I said in the beginning, I kept repeating the same stuff in different aspects of life over and over and over. And almost seems as like, well, why is the world against me? Or you turn to answers in religion, like, well, man, I must be meant for something great because the devil is really stopping me from getting all this stuff and doing this and doing that. And it's like trying so hard to figure out what it is because by God, it can't be me. <laughs> by no means can it be me that's causing all this stuff to happen because I, I'm just, I'm me. So it can't be me. And finally I hit that wall to where it was kind of like, okay, you know what? Out of every single thing that I've pointed to outside of me, none every time I change it the same outcome happens so I have to be the common denominator because I've changed I've literally changed everything and realizing that and accepting that because I believe we realize a lot of things about ourselves but when you can accept it about yourself and accept yourself being that way that's when that healing starts to where it's like okay it's okay because I'm here right now but this isn't who I am Mm-hmm. And I would say a big realization of that I don't have to be the victim was one night when I was doing cold showers and I stood there and I like took a 20 minute blazing hot one. Then I turned the water, hot water all the way off, made it freezing cold. And I looked at it and I was like, why can't I just walk in this? Like I was in that hot water. I can't. The only reason I can't is because I think I can't. Because in my whole life, if I see somebody getting something considered quote unquote cold, we run away from it. We don't want it. We don't like it. We like to stay warm. But cold has so many good benefits for our body. So I'm going to walk into this just as if it was warm water. And I'm going to be in this because I'm definitely not going to die. Nothing bad is going to happen to me. It's just going to be something that I've deemed as uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to change this now. This is not uncomfortable. This is going to benefit me. So I'm going to do this because I'm going to do things in my life that benefit me. Right. And I'm not going to worry about outside opinions because I've done that for my whole entire life. And I see where that led me. And as I got into that water, I mean, of course, yeah, as we call it cold, it was freezing. But my mental state basically kept me warm because it was like, I'm here for a purpose. I'm here to do this. That's probably the best showers I had. One of the best showers I've ever had in my life. And it was like, I just was in freezing cold water, but it just felt like, I, like I said, again, a hundred pound weight vest coming off. Yeah. Almost like as if you're stripping layers of yourself. You know, I like that. I never thought about that experience as um, like experiencing acceptance, mm-hmm. but it, it really is. So yeah. I, I do something similar. Like when I shower, I just call them contrast showers. Um, and so it starts with just normal water. And then I get all, you know, I soap up, do what I need to do. Then I turn it on as cold as it'll go. 
And then during that time, I have to rinse myself off, uh, you know, rinse everything off. And then I take it a little hotter than what normal is. So I'm experiencing extremes, right, in that same experience. And when it's cold, like, I did the same thing. I was like, my goal when this water is cold is to not react, right, to Mm -hmm. respond. And so most times when you get hit with cold, you're like, (laughs) instant. (laughs) And it's like, okay, I don't need to do that. But what happened was over time, I realized, okay, what is the only way for me to truly respond compassionately to this cold water, right? It's a little uncomfortable. It's a big change that I experienced. So naturally, Mm -hmm. like you were saying, fear is there. Oh my God, it's cold, it's cold. And it's like, no, I'm also aware that there are a lot of, benefits that that we gain from cold exposure Mm. but for me i was like i got to be present with this i have to be in this moment i think that's a big thing about acceptance right is the fact that this moment holds everything that i need and though i'm experiencing something that doesn't feel super comfortable if i can accept it and appreciate it what happens And accepting it, the appreciation that I found for it was, hey, what is the purpose that I need this water for right now? It's to get this soap off of me. This water is serving that purpose. I am grateful for this water. I kid you not, I don't even feel cold anymore. I'm telling you, because like, it's like you it's get it water. out of that. Yeah, it that's it. Water. That's it. Like you it's get to experience water. Right. <laughs> it's water, but it's cold. And exactly. So has been a practice that has helped me not only build, you know, more present moment awareness, which is huge, but discipline. Oh, yes. Having a disciplined mind, being able to go from extreme to extreme and being able to stay calm internally. That just, for me, it continues to develop that skill of of being where I am and appreciating where I am regardless of what's happening around me. Because literally my physical body is going through different extremes but mentally I'm calm and peaceful and you know, I'm staying where I want to be, which is in the present moment. So Very dope. yeah, I think showers are a great way to experiment. I mean, I mean, they, you're, I mean they are. yourself anyway, you might as well do something to, you know, develop yourself, experience some things. Try exactly. some like, like we just said, accountability, like you have so many opportunities throughout the day to do self-improvement. Right. And if you don't, that's because you chose not to. So you have to hold yourself accountable when you don't have what you want in life. I mean, it's simple. Right. I like to get down to the root of it. I call it what it is. Yeah. So I was going to say, uh, I know one of the things with accountability, especially with holding ourselves accountable, we don't hold ourselves accountable emotionally a lot, I feel like. I mean, I know it's for me, one thing that was big, I never really did. My emotions basically control how my life would go. And so I had this quote. Now, I don't remember if I created this. I remember yesterday when we were talking, I told you I did, but I don't remember. I could have heard it because I had a dream last night. I heard somebody else say it. So I was like, hmm, I wonder if I was the one that made that. But anyways, it was, you can't be selfless without being selfish or else you'll have no self to give. And what I mean by that is you have to get to know yourself, to learn yourself, to take care of yourself first by being the best you that you possibly can be for any, everyone else in the world. And by focusing on that, you create that freedom and you have that accountability to do have and create what you want in life. Yeah, so I'm gonna read the definition of selfish. All right, but okay, so you got them. Mm-hmm. Now there's 
let's see, for selfish, um, is lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. I mean, I read that it doesn't sound bad. It doesn't have to, at least. Because there's, like you said, right? Like, for me, in order for me to truly be accountable for how I feel, I have to just think about how I feel. I, ha I have to turn off, you know, my mind to everyone else in that moment. It doesn't have to be for a long amount of time. I think sometimes in, in reading this definition, for me, if I'm spending the majority of my time being selfish, then the interactions that I have with people, it would be hard for me to be compassionate because I'm not even thinking about them or their perspective. But in the times that we have with ourselves, yeah, like that's a, we have to focus, focus on ourselves because if we're by ourselves, then being intentional means that we're in that present moment with ourselves. So nothing yes. matters, it's just us. So I think it is important to be able to speak to that um, not necessarily try to redefine it, but to just know that it's okay. It's okay to focus on yourself and to yeah. focus on what makes you feel good because that in and of itself will guide you where you're supposed to be in life. For me, it guides me, you know, in the direction yeah. I want to go in based on the desires that I there have. You go. So focusing on how you feel is important. And then selfless, yeah, it's focusing on others. For me, I think it's opportunity to be selfish is great because now I'm equipping myself to be the best version of who I am meant to be with other people and to spread that love and to spread compassion and to spread positivity. And in order for me to actually do that, I had to be selfish. I had to take time to meditate on a daily basis. I had to um, do things that other people might not have been like okay with, you know, just yeah. when I can develop who I am as a person. So how, you know, based on that quote for you, what are some things that, that you do um, to demonstrate that, right? To demonstrate you focusing on yourself for the betterment of other people. I mean, it was kind of with uh, what you said. I kind of use it as a flow. So I realized that through my days, I would go up and down emotionally a lot. And as I grew through my self-accountability, I realized that I can flow through my entire day. So anytime where I'm not interacting with other people, that means I'm working on myself. As soon as I'm in the midst of other people, now I've opened up and it's like, okay, I can be here for everybody because like you said first, I took that time for myself. I try not to separate things in my life now. I try to make everything in my life one whole because I'm always present in all those moments and I'm growing into myself, but I don't necessarily change. And so I'm that constant variable in each of those moments. So I try to keep me in that same place as I move through life as a whole, just interacting and adapting as I need to. Right. And with that, it's less judgment. It's just so many things that I've shaken off by trying to do that. And it makes everything just so much more stress-free. And that's why I can, it's easier to be selfless because I see it as there, we used to live in extremes. Either we're trying to please everybody and living off everybody's opinion, or it's F the whole world and I'm doing me and worrying about myself. Mm -hmm. And like we say, it's finding that balance that really puts you in that place to where now you're good, not only for yourself, but for everybody. Yeah. You know, that's powerful. I think that's the key. The key is maintaining, you know, present perspective, living in the moment, the only moment that we have to live in. Um, yeah. Because I know sometimes 
I, and even sometimes recently, I would get caught up so much into the future, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm, I'm creating the life that I want for myself. It's me taking accountability, right? It's like, okay, I'm creating the life that I want, but then it's like, but I'm not really paying attention to what's six feet in front of me, six feet to the right, six feet to the left, six feet behind. Like, I don't really know what's happening around me because I'm so focused on the future. So it is that balance. It's being mindful of where you are, while also understanding what direction that you're moving in and focusing on being present. Because if you're present, there's an abundance of anything that you need. You yeah, your is right here. You need some joy, it's right here. You wanna be happy, it's right here too. It's the present. Yeah. That's it. That's your present right there. You're present in the present. So yeah. Definitely. That that's the key. That's the key between the two. So and then along with self-accountability, like I said in the last episode, is no judging. Like judging is just a snare. And it's still something that I catch myself doing. So I'm gonna keep talking about it for a while because I just feel that's something that really catches people up because we do it so much but i mean that's pretty much been our whole lives we compare and we judge yeah and it's getting away from that is where you find that freedom and that peace yeah and I, I don't remember if i mentioned this on the last episode but one thing that does help is being aware of your beliefs yeah um because the reason why we judge is because the beliefs that we have create the lens that we look at life through so 100%. when we're looking at life and based on those beliefs, we're experiencing things that don't match up with those beliefs. Automatically, we have a tendency to judge. Automatically. And so it's just being aware of those beliefs, understanding where they came from, remembering that a lot of the beliefs that we have came from when we were a child. Mm -hmm. They came from other people's opinions. They were our parents or people. So if we're getting our beliefs from our parents. They did the best they could with what they had, but they were just people too. And I always say, remember, there are people that did not have as much technology as we have. Exactly. This <laughs> is probably not as vast based on just technology. Yes. So it's great that they were able to help set a foundation. But from here on out, how our futures go will be determined on what we choose to do with our time and what we yeah. choose to believe. So being mindful about what you believe helps a lot with judging so that you're able to create beliefs that flow with the life that you want to live. No, I agree. And that was just something that I make sure, even in my meditations, I just make sure it's just be like, hey, whatever you do, wherever you are, however it goes, I love you and we got this. Yeah. Like, we're going to get through this. Like my words of encouragement to myself have just been, and the things I would say that I've been in putting into myself, because I realized that, okay, so this guy I was watching on YouTube that was doing like this mindfulness meditation live, he said a quote, and this just stuck with me this whole time. He said, what you tune into is what you turn into. And when I really thought about it, I was like, what we consume ourselves with is like pretty much where our belief system comes from, where pretty much all our stuff comes from. And especially when you identify with things outside of yourself. And when I realized that, yo, I followed all these different accounts, I watched this show and that show, I started removing those things from my life. And as I did, I replaced it. And I'll tell you guys, it's uh, called VYBO on YouTube. And it's just basically mindset motivation stuff. And I started doing that instead of TV shows and seeing that change in my life with just how I felt on a daily basis. And then being able to see when I don't do that and I consume other things, 
how it's almost as if I can feel my vibration not being as high as it was before. Yeah. And holding myself accountable moving forward is just that, hey, if I'm right here, I chose to be right here, but I also know how I got here. And if I want to get up here, I can choose that and I know how to get up there. Right. And that just, it all just came with accountability, just being mindful of what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think consumption is very important as it pertains to accountability. Cause like what you said, there's, I mean, there's cliches for decades. You are what you eat. Uh, you become what you think about most of the time. Um, get what you give, you know, similar concepts, but it's like what we consume matters. It really does. Uh, So even if instead of, I don't know, watching three hours of the Kardashians, just watch one and then read for 30 minutes and listen to an audio book for another 30 minutes. Like be mindful of the source of what you're consuming. Not only mentally, Food too, that's important. How we feel matters. And when we eat food that does not go well with our bodies and that creates inflammation, we don't feel nice. And when we don't feel nice physically, we don't feel nice mentally. It just, it doesn't work um, in our favor that way. So it's be mindful of the quality of what you are consuming. Um, One thing I think about too is the intention behind what I'm consuming. Yeah. So my intention and what's also nice, there are people that create content for the betterment of other people. Yeah. Their intention. Now I know we can't define everyone's intention, but there are there's things out there that were designed just to help you become more aware and to help you live the best life that you can. So find people that have similar, you know, that have similar desires. They just want to give. They just want to help and support and start with them. Start with yep. those accounts. Uh, Gary V, awesome. Easy. Yep. Uh, especially on the business side of things, because he just gives a lot of you know what he knows away. So it's just a lot of free content, um, which is great. That was the only name I mentioned, but there's a ton of of accounts out there. So well, there is. Expand, expand your awareness of of what could be, and start to be accountable for what you consume because it's yep. important. And I would say an important thing to do also is just do something. Just try. Like do something that quote unquote is outside of your comfort zone because you've been doing everything else the same way your whole life. Why not try something different? I promise you, no matter what, you're going to get a different outcome. I'm not going to say what the outcome's going to be, but you're going to get a different one. It's going to give you a different perspective of life. And that's one of the joys of life. You get to just experience and get to know and see so many different perspectives. For sure. Yeah, life is meant to be explored life is meant to be enjoyed um so yeah do enjoy yourself yeah and one of the things i will say with accountability that i know i shot away from for a while was that those hard truths like really being real with yourself like it came to a point where i was like yo you can play video games for four hours but you only choose 30 minutes to read now we gotta reverse that because you see what the outcome of this is. Now let's go see what the outcome of reversing that's going to be. And by changing those priorities up is what is a big thing that helped me get to where I'm at now. And it was just, it was huge on just, and that's everything. Because you remember how I kind of said, I want my life, I treat my life as one whole flow. No matter what I'm doing or where I'm going, I don't need to change anything as I move to these next places because I'm, I'm great in anything that I go into. 
and a part of that is holding myself accountable in everything. Yeah. So, well, that's all I got for today. Is there anything else you wanna you wanna mention about accountability before we head off? Yeah. Make sure to love yourself a lot because by doing that, it's going to help you love others. Yeah. And I'll kind of piggyback on that. Define what, what love is for you too. I know for me, I had to somewhat define it because I, I didn't really know. So understand what love looks like and then just do your best to create habits that support that love that you have for yourself on a daily basis. And over time, that love will just pour out from you into every interaction that you have. And each and every day, you'll, you'll make the world around you a better place. Exactly. And whatever love you have or what you define as love, I want you to know that that's enough. Like that's more than enough. That's amazing that you thought that up of whatever you believe that love to be and how much of it that you can give. Like if that's what you come up with and you're okay with that, amazing. I'm happy for you. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything from today's episode that you feel added value to your life, all I ask is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this podcast on our social media platforms. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, our handle is at Balance Period. Once again, thanks for tuning in. And remember, be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. Peace.